All right. So today we have Trevor Sean on the Great Lakes Here podcast. Uh, today's title is going to be Bells, Clubs, Maces, and Fasting, A Journey to Strength and Wellness. So welcome to the podcast, Trevor. We're going to delve into the world of strength, fitness, and wellness. Uh, I want you to kind of take me through like what, what initially drew you to kettlebells, seal clubs, and maces? What's, uh, what's the hype about why, why are you such a proponent, huge proponent of these tools? Yeah. I mean, um, so originally I, so I had, I've always had like kind of joint problems. Right. And that led me into like the whole journey down nutrition and fasting, which we'll talk about, but uh, I had a shoulder injury, super long story short, the shoulder injury like lasted for years and years. And then finally I got surgery on it a year later, still felt the same, still had like the same, just tightness in my neck, not like lacking strength in the shoulders, weird feeling. Um, so that got me into like yoga and like, kind of like, you know, human movement. I got into the world of like, just, you know, breathing and, and just moving with your body, like no equipment or anything like that. Um, so I got really into that. And then I also got into this guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. His name's Ido Portel. Um, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this will probably know who that is because like anybody who's in this world, more than likely has been exposed to that that kind of world too like movement culture he he calls it but um anyway so yeah i got into all that and through that type of like stuff that type of like paradigm of like of training and, and moving and whatnot like i healed myself like my shoulder got better and i just like changed my view of the body and like how you should move and how you should train and blah 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 so um, from there I got into like calisthenics cause I wanted to like build muscle, but I didn't want to like work out in the gym and do stuff like that. I wanted to be functional. So just started doing pull-ups and push-ups and like hundred push-ups a day, stuff like that. And then I got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu because that kind of like, again, was like a logical next step in that world of like movement, right? Like functional training, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was, it was, um, in jujitsu where I kind of got exposed to the kettlebells cause like jujitsu like really exposes you like people think they're in good shape and then you hop into a jiu-jitsu class and you, you grapple on the mats for 30, 45 minutes and you realize real quick what kind of shape you're really in. Um, so yeah, man, I, I got really into jiu-jitsu for a while and that, and then I met somebody like this Russian dude I grapple with a lot and he was a savage. Like he was just like really strong, had really good cardio. And I asked him, what do you do like outside of this? Cause he didn't look like a, like a bodybuilder or a weightlifter or something like that, you know, but like he was really strong. So I was like, maybe this guy also does calisthenics and yoga, just like at a higher level or something. And, um, he was like, no, I just use kettlebell. And I was <laughs> like, interesting, bro. And I, and like, I'd never really used kettlebells before that. Like I'd use them for like, maybe like racked squats in the gym before, you know, like anybody else, like you see a kettlebell and you just don't know what to do with it. You just use it like a normal weight. Um, and then I was like, yeah, what do you do with them? And he was just like, he was showing, well, he was showing me like swings and cleans and snatches. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, but anyways, like after that class, I got a couple 16 kilos and um, the rest was history, man. Because for me, like the reason why I gravitated to it so hard is, is the same reason I gravitate towards jujitsu is because like, I don't care about fighting or anything like that. Like I, I, I just love like the movement aspect of jujitsu and like the feeling that you get from it. Like you get this like bodybuilders pump and runners high, which is a, which is a, like a phrase I stole from Keith Weber. 
um he describes like kettlebell training like that and that's exactly what the kettlebells do they give you that like bodybuilders pump with the runners high you know so it was kind of like especially when covid hit it was kind of a way to like simulate that grappling training without actually grappling um which i think and it's just super cool man like to, to have that freedom to like access that kind of feeling without having to go to jujitsu and like depend on using other people's bodies or going to a class or whatever sometimes you don't have time to do that or want to do that but you have the bells and you can get that fix you know so that's why i love it and strong first uh i heard them talk about i've i've assisted at quite a few strong first events i'm a strong for instructor and yeah it's uh near and dear to my heart um but uh yeah they said i forgot who said it but it's like the closest thing you can come to fighting without actually fighting yeah. um which is kind of it was kind of neat um just the the uh different speeds that you can get going with the bell and and uh the fast and loose the, the tensions in the grinds um yeah. just moving uh one with the kettlebell and and having that change of pace and uh, the rapid force and directions it's uh really neat stuff neat that you're uh bringing keith uh keith weber into it keith weber weber um he uh he's actually come down like coming down my way he's in alberta i think and uh he's uh he's coming down to brampton at some point in time so i'll be going to do a kettlebell workout with him so i look forward to doing that at some point but yeah. uh that's pretty cool what do you say yeah pump bodybuilders pump and runners high yeah i think that was him yeah i think i've heard him say that on some podcasts and stuff and I'll, that like hit with me so hard i was like that's exactly what it is man that's exactly what i i crave yeah you know, I, I don't like just getting the cardio high and i don't like just getting a pump like you want both you want to be like about to vomit while your <laughs> arms are bursting out of your shirt you know like i uh that's funny i uh i i like uh i absolutely love using kettlebells but i i do quite enjoy it it's funny i just just recently lost like 30 pounds and uh oh yeah yeah oh yeah getting that six pack yeah. back it's nice it's good feeling it's not like yeah it's just a representation i was chatting with somebody my coach uh coach about this and uh it's not just about the six pack it's about uh, mentally like where i am and like mm -hmm. where i want to be in life and and uh, respecting yourself respecting your body and, and taking care of yourself and once you've been like incredibly fit and then you kind of let yourself go it's just like you know where you've been and you know what you what you at least for me and what i want to be um and what i'm comfortable at so anyway so i'm excited to uh about, about 13 or 14 percent now so i got a few more percent to go until things are popping out nicely but it's nice. well, well on its way but it's uh good. yeah absolutely um and i guess we can just jump it's a nice segue into kind of the fasting uh area there um i've uh i think i read online that you've been doing fasting for for quite a while have you yeah man i've been doing it for a decade now for sure like yeah. over a decade i've been doing it since i was like 18 years old wow eh how yeah. old are you now 29 i just turned 29 last week actually nice man yeah. well uh happy belated birthday there you're still Thank in you. your 20s that's that's awesome <laughs> yeah. um Thank you, man. so t 10 years man that's that's i guess i've done a little bit of uh fasting without even know it. well i guess it was an extended um kind of break from eating i wasn't really doing fasting uh, mm -hmm. i was uh but like i would normally not eat breakfast like for a like I, I don't really like breakfast that much so i would skip mm -hmm. breakfast so but i normally eat later uh like up to like eight o'clock at night or something and skip breakfast and then kind of get lunch so it wasn't really a fast it was more of just an extended break from eating 
But yeah, uh, yeah I've been using fasts uh, for probably the last year and a half. I've kind of really gotten into them and I downloaded the zero app and got that yeah. thing going. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, it's been extremely successful for me um, and it's helped out a lot. And I know there's a lot more reasons just for losing fat. What are the main reasons why you fast and why you, why you gravitate and why it's uh, good for you and why you like them so much? Yeah, man. I, I love that you said that. Like, it's not for losing fat at all, actually. And I've noticed that fasting alone doesn't really like affect my body in the best way. Like it's like until I really started eating the right foods, that's when I started getting like really shredded and staying shredded. But that's we'll talk about that, too. So it's it's not really about fat loss. You cannot, in my opinion, you cannot really get to where you want to be until you eat the right foods. Some people think that fasting is like an excuse to eat whatever you want. It's like, nope you're still going to put on that body fat and you're probably going to put on more because now your body's all stressed out and you're feeding it garbage, you know? So, um, so yeah, so anyways, it's, it's really not about fat loss, man. It's really about, for me, it's about primarily health, you know, because like I live in America, I'm super aware of chronic disease and I'm like my dad, he, even though he's actually a pretty fit and healthy guy for his age, he's 60 something and he, he can do kettlebell work. He's a, he's fit and healthy, but he's got, you know, like high blood pressure, type two diabetes, blah, blah, blah. Actually recently he's got written all of that in like literally three weeks by following what I said. Finally, he's like, he never listened to me until finally. So yeah, like it's reversible easily by doing this type of stuff. So I'm like, for me, I'm like, just, I've seen my dad growing up and not like he's like been suffering again. He's in really, he's been really good condition. He just has these things, you know? And like, I just hate the idea of ever having to depend on medication or doctors or anything like, like that. And I truly believe like in our modern day and age, everything is so easy and accessible and abundant that unless you impose some sort of like struggle and scarcity on yourself through fasting or intense workouts and things like that you're going to fall victim to the modern the ailments of modern man i call it which are cancer type 2 diabetes and heart disease because we're just totally meant to fast we're totally meant to work extremely physically hard it's just in our genes and when we don't do these things i believe that makes us sick over time so primarily that's why i do it um and secondarily like i've just had my own struggles with health in the past, nothing too crazy, just like, you know, taking antibiotics, gut issues, skin issues, um, nothing too crazy, just minor things, but like still there. And like, like things that you're just like, I could take medication for this, but what the fuck is causing this? Like, let me, let me get to the root cause of this type of thing. Um, ADHD. So like mental fog and stuff. And that's that's probably like the biggest reason that I do fasting is like it gets rid of all that stuff you know like when I fast consistently um you know I just really feel like I'm giving my body a chance to repair and heal and I feel like every time you do it you get it gets easier and you just get more and more clear and sharp and those are like your more productive days so and then finally dude it's like it's spiritual like it really is spiritual like one of my clients actually said it best because he he kind of articulated this it like this to me he was like what i realized is like i feel really good about myself because i'm not like i'm totally in control he's like because i realize when i'm fasting that sometimes i'll subconsciously go to the fridge and i'll be like wait i'm fasting and then he'll shut the fridge and walk away and he'll realize like 
normally I would have just eaten something mindlessly right there. And I wasn't even really that hungry. I'm just like kind of in control of the food. It's just something that is so, we just so used to it. When you go without it, you force this awareness upon yourself where you're like, I have to be aware. I can't just eat. I have to like not eat, which is awareness. And that very awareness, I believe like, like turns on spirituality because that's what spirituality, that's what they all talk about is like being present and aware and you're no more present and aware than when you're in a fasted state because you're like feeling it, you know? So. You certainly are. I, uh, I, I can share uh, some of those experiences. Um, I got a Ferrari, Ferrari brain, we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and I feel like it, it has somewhat of a governor on it. Uh, and I'm more focused, uh, hyper focused and, and, and uh, able to concentrate at a higher level. Um, not only when I'm eating better, but especially when I'm fasting. Um, mm -hmm. So all the sugar and all that crap that you're eating, um, obviously that's that's been linked to to ADHD and 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 uh, nasty things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just interesting hearing uh, other people just kind of validate what uh, well what people have been saying. Uh, well, at least regarding the the ADHD and, and, and sugar and, and poor food choices. And, and yeah, it just, I get really focused and, and it is, I've never really been too spiritual. Um, and I've, I don't really use that term very much, but it, it is, uh, it is a really neat feeling, uh, when you're dedicated and, and into it. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is like, this is my, my fasting time right now. Like, and yeah. I totally go to the fridge sometimes. I'm like, nope yeah <laughs> it's, it's not what i'm doing i don't need to mindlessly eat right now i'm okay um and uh yeah just it just just does feel really nice when you're in control of that and especially like if you've had some bad uh habits eating and stuff like that it's uh kind of it's it's uh rejuvenating and it just feels really good and a sense of accomplishment and obviously there's a lot of health reasons that you're doing doing it uh for and and yeah. with me it has aided in, in fat loss but i think that uh I'm my protein intake. Like I'm primarily eating meat. Mm. Um, and, uh, it just kind of goes, goes hand. Like when I'm fasting, I really want to be on a health kick and I'm eating the right things and I'm not eating all sorts of carbs and this and carbs. Like you can, as long as you're eating in right, right moderations, like some, there are healthy carbs and, and stuff like that. But I, I've been really primarily just like carnivore and fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, I do really well on it. I know some folks don't really do well on it and where they haven't given it a chance to adapt. Yeah. Um, and they kind of go through grumpy stages and can feel like they can't survive without having those carbs in their system. But dude, uh, people, yeah, people don't realize I've had friends that try it and they have a, a terrible time and it's like, you, you, you can't like, you can't expect to have a good time until it's been 30 days. Like, especially if you've spent your whole life eating carbs and stuff, like you're going through with withdrawals. Yes, right. Like carbs literally affect your brain. And there's studies on this. They've proved this. Sugar and carbs affect your brain the same, if not more potently than cocaine and heroin. Yeah. You know, so if you, what do you expect when you take that away completely? You're going to struggle. Exactly. You know? And, and yeah, I guess putting it like that, it's like, yeah, of course you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's that struggle though, man. It's like when you make it on the other side of that, it's just like an addict. 
you feel yeah. fucking free and amazing. You're like, oh my God, like I'm waking up better. My joints don't hurt. My skin is clear. My belly's shrunk. My fat's dropping. My muscles building. Like it's crazy. It's like, I do feel absolutely amazing when I do my fasting. And I think that I'll be doing fat. I'm not, I'm just playing around right now. I'm like, I've got my goals. I want to get to my 10% body fat. So I'm kind of doing things a little bit more intensely than some, some people need to do or want to do. I, I do. I am going to be doing a uh, 36 hour fast, 48 hour fast every few weeks. Um, nice. and, uh, and take advantage of that. But so, yeah, I'm doing like a, an 18 or 20 hour fast right now, which is not crazy. I guess what, what was the definition of fast? I read something the other day, like what is it 24 hours? It's supposed to be like a, an actual fast. Or like, what was that? Yeah, that was my statement. I wouldn't say that's a definition, but yeah, yeah okay. I would say that. I would say that I, I think like, because usually when people think fasting, they think 16, eight. And I think 16 hours, like, like if you're thinking like physiologically what's happening in your body, like you're barely scratching the surface of like fasting benefits at that point. Like it really starts to kick in at the point that you're at right now, like 18 to 20 hours. Like that's when you're like, okay, we're starting to really burn fat. Your body has no option. You're completely depleted of glycogen. So yeah. now you're in that fat burning state. And then it's really, dude, I think the most powerful fasts are 36 hours, um, potentially longer, but like 36, I think is the best because you could do them a little bit more frequently without stressing your body out too much. And the real benefit is going through that night fasted, like entering the night of sleep. You've been already fasted for 24 hours. Now you're about to sleep for about eight hours and you're fasted. It's that time that I believe you're because your, your growth hormones going up, you're in the fat, you're in ketosis autophagy is going on your 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 cells are eating all the bad garbage cells um and that's when healing and repair is just maximized because then also you're sleeping and sleep just exponentially increases all this stuff so yeah man and i just came out of my 36 hour fast i just broke it with a pound of grass-fed meat four eggs and raw cheese and bone broth I'm nice. fucking feeling on fire right now, baby. That's awesome. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I've had a few issues, like, coming back to eating food. And I eat a bit too much at the beginning, and then I'm, like, got a bit of upset, upset tummy, if you know what I mean. And it's a bit ugly. Um, what is it, I guess, like, yeah, having, um, like, some sort of probiotic or a kefir or, like, something like, something along those lines. Like, what, what Have you experienced that, or do you have any recommendations on kind of not getting just like the worst like diarrhea of your life from that shit yeah man i would so first off always break a fast with bone broth always because bone broth um has collagen in it so it'll kind of go coat your gut and kind of like protect the gut lining and like also prime your your stomach to get food um and then i'd wait like 20 minutes and personally man like and this is a little extreme not everybody can live this way or whatever but Sounds like you're already kind of doing this, but I would break the, I would not have any carbohydrates breaking the fast because that's where, um, you can start to go off the rails a little bit. Cause you'll have those carbs and you'll be like, Oh fuck. Like you're, you're cause you're starving, you know? So you're going to go crazy and then your stomach's already shrunk from the fast. So the carbs are going to blow it up. You're going to feel like crap. Um, but I've found if I just eat meat and eggs and that's it, and I can eat as much as I want. I don't have to like worry about eating too much. My body will tell me exactly when I've had enough. I'm done. And I, I don't feel anything right now, dude. Like I just had literally a pound of meat, four eggs. But do you do bone cheese. broth and then wait 20 minutes and then eat? To be honest, this time, no, man. I just did it all at once. Just bone yeah, yeah. broth, 
pound and and I just feel great. I feel like I hadn't even I don't even feel like I've eaten anything. I just feel normal. It's neat how uh when you eat primarily protein and meat, um eggs, cheese, stuff like that, your satiety level like just you're getting full you're just like you could eat like probably two extra large pizzas, but you have like I don't know, like 16 ounces of steak and you're like, Oh my God, I'm so full. Like it's, it's pretty wild or like maybe a pound or two of ground beef. It's, uh, Oh, having a bit of a connectivity issue. Well, just a little connectivity issue. You there? Yeah, there we are. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, satiety level. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Just, it fills you up. Uh, just mm -hmm. so well, and uh, it just makes a lot of sense why people that eat a lot of carbs and these processed foods just get fat as fuck because you can just keep eating, and this is yeah. it's so calorie dense the food, and it does not fix the hunger and like the signals. It doesn't fix the signals to your brain that says like you're. It's like you're still you're still needing more because it's not mm -hmm. filling the void there where protein does and they keep saying that protein is so so important and it's probably a reason why is for recovery for building for for a mm -hmm. whole bunch of different things right so yeah just very interesting thing there and uh, i just find it amazing how protein just fills you up and you feel so full um off of not very much food so it's, yeah it's awesome exactly man it's like tell somebody to try to overeat steak and eggs just try <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, go ahead and try. You're you're not going to be able to do it. That's why it's the perfect thing to break your fast with. Because, yeah, if, if you're in that fasted state, man, you are susceptible to gorging. You know, and uh, I've been guilty of that for sure. You know, I've man, like in the last ten years, I've I've experienced so much. I've learned so much. I've done fasting the wrong way. I've you know I've, I've just gone through so much that I know exactly like how to break it without that shitty feeling. You know, yeah. So. That's cool. I like it a lot. Uh, do you time your fast with an app or you just kind of like just use, do you use an app or just set the clock? Yeah, I do. I use the zero app just for my longer fasts. Um, yep. honestly, like I could keep track of it, but it is kind of cool to like see your progress visually. It kind of like gamifies it in a weird way. I like um, it. And then I like to share it on, uh, on social media. So, yep. Yeah. That's cool. And I like the, I think I had my most, I did like 55 fasts in a row and it kind of like just keeps a little tally there. I think I'm at like, I don't know, like 12 or something right now, but I, not, nice. not, not close to my record, but I'm going to keep this party going. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's, that's awesome stuff when people, okay. So I, I know we were, we've been chatting about this stuff here. We got kettlebells, we got fast. Um, when did you start using, so when did you start using kettlebells and then when did you start using clubs and maces and why? Did you start using clubs and mace? I'm I'm assuming that you use kettlebells first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used kettlebells about five years ago, five six years ago, and then uh, clubs and maces. I got into the steel mace probably two years ago now, two ish years ago. Um, I really couldn't tell you what got me into it, man. Like, uh, I don't know. I think it just. I think once you get into the kettlebell world and like you're all about kettlebells, you're inevitably going to get into steel maces, clubs, sandbags, like, you know, like just For anything sure. that involves like your whole body and stuff like that, you just kind of gravitate toward. Um, so yeah. Yeah. If that answers the question. Yeah, sure. So kettlebells about five years, uh, steel clubs, maces about two. 
Yeah. Um, I find they really complement each other very nicely. I uh, absolutely love using them both. I was chatting with uh, the Flowing Dutchman, and he likes, uh, and I, I agree to this to some extent uh, for sure, like uh, kettlebells for the hips and, and uh, clubs and maces for, for um, upper body and for rotation. Um, I also like using kettlebells uh, in pressing and get-ups and all this other stuff. But in terms of uh, rhythmic movement and going from uh, right to left and balancing out shoulders, and you don't really, like if, if, if people are watching the video on YouTube here, like that pulling motion of coming down, you mm -hmm. don't get that uh, that motion from side to side uh, in very m many other movements. Um, so it's pretty unique to uh, steel clubs and maces unless you're yeah. – uh, like chopping wood or something like that yeah i'd say dude steel maces in clubs um are really good for correcting like imbalances in your core which are arguably like the most important imbalances to correct because that's where like you know back pain and even shoulder problems can all stem from that core imbalance that's what i've noticed personally at least like just I feel that imbalance more. I can feel like my left side is a little more wonky than my right side. And it, it, it's all a core thing. You know, it's also like the fact it's kind of like, you know, brushing your teeth with your left hand, super weird. Um, but like you, you get to work on that type of stuff with it. And I think that like really helps balance out your core and just kind of like neurologically kind of balance you out more too. So you're just a more like coordinated, balanced person overall. For you know? sure. There's something about crossing your midline with your hand that lights up different parts of your brain from side to side. I forget uh, exactly what's going on there, but when your your hand is crossing the midline, it's going to be using certain parts of the brain and it's going to have yeah. the opposite effect on the other hand. So balancing those things out uh, neurologically and physically uh, is, yeah. be, is a thing. And uh, yeah, just balancing out the slings uh, in your body and, and uh, connecting those uh, the le left arm to your right leg and what have you. Um, mm -hmm. It's nice, just rhythmically compressing and rotating the spine from side to side. It's uh, it's nice stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, we're moving quite along nicely, nicely along there. Coaching. Uh, so, if anyone wanted to coach with you, I know that you're you've got some stuff going on. Um, what are, what do you all have to offer in terms of coaching and how would people reach you? Yeah. So I, I coach people, um, one-on-one -on -one and, um, if, if they're interested, they can hit the link in my bio and my Instagram bio or my TikTok bio, whatever bio in my link tree. And there's a little apply now button. You can click that apply. And then we will, we will talk soon as I always say. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I just, uh, you know, I train people one-on-one -on -one over the course of three or six months and get them in the best shape of their lives, primarily with just kettlebells, um, getting them eating the right food, implementing a good time-restricted eating regimen, potentially strategic fasts as well in that time frame, just depending on their goals, their, you know, what they're after, what they need to fix and or heal or whatever. Um, and yeah, man, just just kettlebells and body weight, you know, is is the focus. So it's minimalistic training. I keep them um the the whole goal is to get people consistent and to make them you know, enjoy working out, not, you know, lower all the barriers to entry. Don't have to go to the gym. Don't have to count calories only need 30 to 45 minutes, three to four times a week, just a couple kettlebells. And I just program everything for them. I check in with them. I give them feedback on their form every day, like we were talking about. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's all I do full time. So, you know, if you work with me, you're going to get all of me. Um, and, and to your point earlier, I don't want to forget this by the way, cause kind of answering the question of like, why do I train with these things? 
is you you made me think about this with the uh, mace talk and this is this is honestly the case with the clubs the maces and the kettlebell when you train especially with one kettlebell i love it because and i I'm a, i've trained with two kettlebells as well but the benefit of just training with one kettlebell is you're you're getting stronger you're burning fat you're getting more explosive all that stuff but you're also simultaneously correcting imbalances in your body you know like you're addressing your left side that's obvious like everyone's gonna have a weaker side so now you're addressing that and you're addressing it throughout your whole body so it's not like you're just addressing your weaker left pec or your weaker left shoulder you're addressing your weaker left hips and core along with that and so that's what i believe is like the true benefit to this training is most people nowadays if not all i mean try to find somebody who doesn't have like postural or muscular imbalances nowadays you know and then a lot of people will go straight into the gym and start training with these imbalances and start lifting weights and doing all these kind of robotic movements and then they'll get injured and why i think kettlebells is best is because you get that you get that pump that everybody wants you get the cardio that everybody needs and you're addressing those muscular imbalances that everybody has so that you can actually like move well pain-free train safely all of that sorry that just like came to me right there no that's fantastic um, it's absolutely a, a wonder tool it's a swiss army knife of the fitness industry that's why all those reasons are are uh, a lot of the main reasons why i absolutely love kettlebells as well and uh, you bring up an amazing point about uh, imbalances and helping uh, correct those imbalances. And it's one of those minimum effective dose tools. You get in, get the job done, get out. And you, like I said, you're going to get your cardiovascular conditioning. You're going to get your strength training. You're going to get prehab or rehab, depending on whatever situation you're in, as long as you're doing things properly. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a reason why it's one of the most popular tools uh, in the world for, for getting uh, in shape and, uh, fixing issues that you have uh there's a reason why a lot of smart people and not smart people but a lot why a lot of smart people use these tools um mm -hmm. and why a lot of people in general use these tools is because they work and they uh do a really good job as long yeah. as you uh the tool is only as useful as the person using it right exactly uh, and uh so you got to have uh the knowledge behind it but mm -hmm. those are some great training options that you have uh and uh know that you do a wonderful job doing that uh, and uh that's exciting stuff so if people want to uh sign up and get started with you like uh just go hit your link in the TikTok or the instagram and go mm -hmm. check it out go apply and uh go look into that if you're looking to get some amazing training options and coaching from trevor mm -hmm. um trevor i want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today we'll have to do another one at some point um mm -hmm. it's uh it's great stuff i know we got onto a lot of fasting there or maybe another podcast we can get into kind of program design and kind of what you do on uh, on that aspect of things and yeah kind of dive into that but uh i think a lot of people will get uh some great information about fasting and and uh why kettlebells are so amazing from listening to this podcast so again i thank you so much for your time today and uh i guess uh until next time we'll uh, we'll catch you later yeah until next time my friend it's been a pleasure thanks for having me on yeah thanks i'll just hit the record stop record button here cool